Sports Best, endorsed by thousands of podiatrists worldwide that have called this the only podcast in the U.S. that can cure bunions. We are broadcasting fake live and direct on the Reposted Podcast Network. He is Andrew. I can't believe it's not Butter Keller, and I'm Larry El Guapo Olson. Hello there, Mr. Keller. Hello, how are you? Fabio is the face of the mid-90s for I Can't Believe It's Not Butter. My family definitely bought into margarine being more healthy. Um, I don't even know where you can buy margarine anymore. I saw one guy trying to sling it on Crenshaw the other day, and uh, it's on the black market. So watch out for margarine. It has all the additives. I don't know if I've ever even eaten margarine in my life before. I don't even know. Y'all didn't drink the Kool-Aid on that? Okay. No. Yeah. Fabio, my mom didn't, uh, she didn't buy Fabio. have it in Whittier. (laughs) The uh, second round of the NBA playoffs started over the weekend. Nowhere to be found are the franchises that have combined to win almost two-thirds of the titles awarded in league history. The franchises that have combined to win the last 37 NBA championships are all out or 47 of the last 49, 68 of the last 74. All that to say that it's wide open as to who will win the NBA championship this year. New faces like Phoenix, they're in the they're in the second round for the first time since 2010. Brooklyn, by the way, who's picked to win it all, is in the second round for the first time since 2014. Atlanta is in the second round for the first time since 2016. There's only five players in the playoffs that have even won an NBA championship still left in it. This was supposed to be, as we've talked about, a lock for the Brooklyn Nets, the big three. But James Harden's got a hammy problem. Kyrie Irving is not playing in game five. That series is tied to two games apiece with the Bucs. Here's the deal. In Las Vegas, the Nets are no longer to beat the Bucs in this series, but are still the favorites to win the NBA championship. Tell me how that works. Well, I mean, there's a whole breakdown about it was like if they get through the series because it's tied right now, they're favored to win it all. But um, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to be one that tries to say that I know how, how betting odds work, because if I did, I might uh, be more of a winner. Quick correction. I think the Phoenix Suns are into the third round after sweeping Denver. Is that not right? They knocked out the Lakers and then they swept Denver. Yeah, that's what I meant. I meant to say they're in the first third round. They were into the second round for the first time since 2010. Yeah, the vice president, sorry, back to your original question. The vice president of trading for BetMGM said if they both were ruled out long term for the uh, Harden and Irving, then the futures will change. But it's a very fluid betting situation right now. So maybe, maybe now is a good time to lock in your bets for the Nets. I still think the West is going to win. I've said that from the beginning of the playoffs. Well, I personally thought the Bucs, when they went down 0-2, they were like, they're done. They've clawed their way back. They're tied the series. Two of the big three are injured. It's looking better for the Milwaukee Bucks. All that to say is that somebody who's never, ever won it before in a long time is going to win it. Yeah. it's it's but Some of them never, a couple of them. I think Atlanta was hadn't won since, 50, Hawks. since 53, and they were in a different state at that point, but uh, NBA is getting exciting right now. I don't know if this is better or worse for the NBA because, I mean, they talk about Lakers-Celtics is the best for ratings for the NBA, not with the, necessarily with the teams right now, but those franchises. Uh, I'm interested to see how the ratings are doing with these lesser-known uh, mid-market teams. 
think that's they got to be rooting better. for the Nets. They got to be rooting for the Nets. NBA's like get out some stars. They got to be rooting for the Nets. I'm going for Phoenix. I went on record as saying that. I'm still going for Phoenix because of Steve right. Nash. That's why. I'm, I'm with that. Okay. Steve I'm with that. Nash. Well, staying with the NBA and your boy James Harden, some of the stars like James Harden, Luka Doncic, Doncic and Trey Young are known for pulling up and doing weird jump shots just to draw the foul. And the NBA is now looking at these evasive evasive maneuvers contributing to the game being in a lopsided advantage for the offense and outlawing uh, unnatural jump shots. I think, I mean, that's fine. They want to do that. The reason this is a thing is because, like I've said before, if you want to be at the top of your game, you have to push the rules to the very limit, and these guys are understanding the rules. Like, if you look at a very qualified CPA, they're going to be able to do your taxes in the most maneuvering type of way, these guys looked at the rules of the NBA and like, this is how I can get more opportunities to score. And I'm going to work with inside the rules. So people are saying that it's unsportsmanlike or whatever, but I say good on them. As long as that's within the rules, they're playing the game to the best of their ability. Warren Buffett is like the second richest dude that's ever lived in the entire face of the earth. Yeah. And he pays no taxes. It's because the tax so code is so damn confusing. Nobody knows how to get to them. If they make these l- rules so crazy, how do they ever police and make rulings on jump shots? Yeah, I mean, it's reading the rule book is such a it's the way things are worded is weird. And I don't know all, all the sorts of stuff. But yeah, rich people don't pay taxes because they don't make money. They, you get taxed on income and the super elite CEOs make $1 a year and the rest of their income comes in stock bonuses and they don't have to touch that. And you just shift stuff around, put it in Switzerland offshore accounts and you're good to go. Let's stick with the tricky new rules theme, Andrew. Major League Baseball set to crack down on foreign substances. Any player, mostly pitchers, caught with sticky stuff on their fingers going to be suspended and fined. This includes, as we've mentioned previously, sunscreen and spider tack pitchers have recently been practicing pitching not on the field but in the bullpens without using their sticky sticky substances players are hoping in praying over the next two weeks that the mlb rules committee is going to differentiate between like spider tack and sunscreen and allow eventually some sticky substances to stay in the league yeah, with the unwritten rules of baseball, it, it's I'm told it's widely accepted that spider tech is kosher within those rules. But I mean, I looked up the exact wording. It says no player shall intentionally discolor or damage the ball by rubbing with soil, rosin, paraffin, licorice, sandpaper, emery paper, or other foreign substance. And I went on to read another rule, which I didn't know this, that when you're within the 18 foot circle of the mound, pitchers are not allowed to touch the ball after touching their mouth or lips. They have to wipe their hand off first. With the only exception is when it's agreed before the game, if it's cold, both managers say that you can blow into your hand to warm it up. A lot of stuff written down that I didn't, I mean, I guess it makes sense, but I, you, you bring up a great point. These rules are there. They just don't enforce them. You, you mm-hmm. can't use illegal substances now. They're just going to start enforcing it. And it'll be interesting to see over the next couple of weeks 
are they going to enforce it and kick pictures out of games if they use the spider tack? Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. I think they probably shouldn't, but like, I mean, like you were saying, people are worried about the amount of control that pitchers are going to have over the ball. And with people average, um, averaging 90 to hundred miles an hour on their fastballs, then it's, it could get dangerous. So for player safety, I say, let them use a spider tag. I think it's better just to endorse one type of product or formula and, and say, this is what you can use. Otherwise not. Um, but again, when, when you have a catch all term as, or other foreign substance, I mean, what is foreign substance? We talked about having sunscreen on your hand. Sunscreen shouldn't be a foreign substance. It's something you're using, uh, when you're playing baseball to protect your skin. So why is that a foreign substance? Foreign to what, you know? Okay. Okay. I confess. I have spider tack on while I'm recording this podcast. You got me. I confess. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> well, Think of things that uh, probably don't make you happy. The Giants are the Ooh. winningest team in the National League right Ooh. now. And even though your Dodgers won the World Series last year, there's a huge asterisk by that because it wasn't a real season. Oh boy. But the Giants have thrust themselves into first place by a somewhat interesting approach, more of like a money ball type of thing. Pre uh, baseball... President of Baseball Operations for the Giants, Farhan Zadi, has this concept that like do what works and don't do what doesn't. So they tell their pitchers to only pitch their pitches that are effective. So like most starting pitchers will have four pitches. You have a fastball, slider, changeup, and a curveball. And uh, it's like if one of these pitches is unpredictable, stop doing it. And the Giants have taken this mathematical approach to pitching and uh, first in the NL right now. I don't know if they can keep it up, but I think it's an interesting approach. Yeah, call me after the All-Star game. Giants, by the way, won three World Series in five years. They were really hot. Mm -hmm. And they did it with uh, old-school manager Bruce Bochy and Brian Sabian, who was an old-school general manager, who was like not about statistics, about feel and blah, 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 blah. That took them to three World Series, as I mentioned. And then they took them right to the tank. They suck bad. And so the, the Giants went out and got this math, wood, math whiz, President Farhan Zaidi. And they also brought in a new school manager, Gabe Kapler, who's into the statistics, who's into this shift, who's into all the mathematics of it all. So basically, the Giants just got this. Uh, they upgraded it to the 21st century. Yeah. It's interesting to see that they're good. We'll see how the statistics play out. But they have definitely been reinvigorated. And it's fun to live in a city where the team is doing pretty good. We'll see. I don't even know these players on the Giants. That's what there's these, they've all these injuries. Yeah. I don't even know who these guys are. Who are these guys? I'm the first to admit, I don't like it when people are making midseason predictions about who's going to win. But any opportunity that I have to point out that the Giants are, I think they're <laughs> one and a half games ahead of the Dodgers, it's fun to bring that up on the air because the Dodgers World Series did not count last year. Is there a chance that you're going to be in a suite after a game drinking booze in all the other suites? I just got a Facebook notification <laughs> earlier this week. It was a nine-year anniversary of, of uh, Matt Cain's perfect game. That happened <laughs> nine years ago. Yes, we Cain. Yes, we uh, go. Let's see how you do, Giants. Let's, let's talk in a couple of weeks. Let's talk after the All-Star game. We'll see where the Giants are. See where the Dodgers are. We'll see. Okay. Shelby Houlihan 
the reigning national champion and American record holder in both the 1,500 and 5,000 meters, has been banned for four years after testing positive for the steroid Nandrolone, which she said she got while eating a burrito. <laughs> She's later, she went on to research that traces of Nandrolone are found in boar meat, pork, and offal, which includes Oof. pig offal which includes pig's organs. She says she ate a pork burrito, and that's why she tested positive for nandrolene. Uh, she, this, as you know, comes like less than a month before the U.S. Olympic time trials in Eugene, Oregon, and then right before the Olympics. So basically, she's not going to be allowed to compete in the Olympics because she ate a bad burrito. I want to say right before the show, I went to McDonald's, and I got an Egg McMuffin, <laughs> and it tasted awful. It tasted awful. <laughs> Uh, I mean, if you're not organs. cheating, you're not trying. I think the more interesting story is when one person tests positive for performance-enhancing drugs and says, yep, I did it. Thought I'd get away with it, but I didn't. So, I mean, saying I, I didn't intentionally take drugs, I don't feel as a cop-out anymore because that's the boilerplate answer anytime that stuff happens. So, do you believe her? Do you think her intentions were pure? Well, here's the deal. Houlihan is in a long list of athletes who've blamed pork for their positive test. As you remember, 2010, Chinese Judah participant Tong Wen cited pork chops for her reason for a positive test. Tour de France winner Alberto Cantador blamed his positive test on bad beef. Tyson Fury, a boxer, once blamed wild boar meat for his positive test. So I feel like a little bit of the pork excuse is a smokescreen. It could be. To play it out, just maybe just make just make up something wild from now on. Be like, hey, homeless person tackled me and shoved the, the drugs in my body. I couldn't help it. That was not something that was... Well, I don't know if you remember in 2008 at the Beijing Olympics, the Speedo LZR full body 50% polyurethane swimsuit was all the rage. World records were dropping at a crazy pace and swimming said, you know what? This is not something we want people to be using. So they outlawed it. People don't wear that anymore. And one of the reasons of this polyurethane swimsuit helped, they were a little bit more buoyant when they swam. But the main reason is they didn't have to worry about shaving their bodies to stop the drag from happening. But uh, I guess we think about this every four years when swimming gets in the center spotlight. And uh, Olympic athletes shave their entire bodies to decrease any drag that might happen while they're swimming. It's something they do, and people are starting to get to their prepubescent states getting ready for this. And uh, it helps. You glide through the water. I mean, I shaved my head one time, and I went swimming after. And I was like, ooh, I'm more, I'm more floaty. I go through the water better. So, I mean, it makes sense. I'm, uh, yeah. Swimming and no hair. So, yes, you happen to marry somebody who spent some time in a pool. Do you think the whole swimming, shaving your body thing phenomenon, is it, does that actually make you faster or do you just feel faster? I mean, I think it actually makes you faster. If you ever swim with board shorts on and then you swim with something that's made for swimming laps, like you, you feel the difference. I've never timed myself, but just 
the laws of thermodynamics, I think it's thermodynamics makes sense. Like you have more drag and it requires you to put more effort forward and the less body hair, the less drag you're going to have. Lionel Messi is now second in the all-time free kick scored in soccer. Move over, Ronaldo. Lionel Messi of Argentina during the Copa America kicked a free kick and has scored 57 goals on free kicks. That's one more than Ronaldo and five shy of Diego Maradona who has 62 total. That's a lot of free kicks made. That's a lot of soccer to be played. I don't know how, I think it's more of longevity. It's more of a a commentary on how long their career has been to be able to even have those attempts because a free kick is a high percentage shot. It's still a cool shot, however you shape it. Larry's Uber Eats just showed up, so he ran out immediately to go get something to eat. This has been Sports Best. I'm Andrew for Absentee Larry. Thanks.